Welcome back to Vintage and Stuff, everybody. Today I have a little different episode for you. Took about a week off, had to recoup my thoughts. It was a pretty busy week, and I'll uh, let you know why in a second. But today on the show, I have a Hogan recap. A couple weeks ago, Dead Union and I had a pretty banging Hogan. We had lots of great chats, so I thought I'd cut it up into a podcast episode for you guys. If you don't know Hogan, it is our weekly live. We used to do it on Friday nights. It is our live auction with myself and Dead Union, but we are moving it to Mondays starting next Monday. So tune in Monday night at 6 p.m. for Hogan, myself and Dead Union, going live, selling stuff, and talking lots of smack. That's what we do best. On this episode, we get into the NFT boom, talk about appropriate or not t-shirts and clothing, and lots of other stuff. I don't even remember. It was a while ago. Um, but before that, let's get into a couple news articles here. Okay, four-way lives are out now in the vintage scene. And it's starting to really annoy me. It's a bit too much. It's a bit too much. Everyone's on live. Everyone's on four-way live. Everyone's screaming at each other. No one can get a word in. They're just like yelling at each other about issues. And it's pretty annoying. Um, but in all honesty, yeah, four-way lives are out there. People are doing all these battles. It's kind of crazy. What are your thoughts? Tell me in the comments down below. Are you guys vibing on these battles? Um, there's a couple different versions out there. Chris is doing a battle. A couple other guys are doing these battles. I've tuned in a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's been interesting. Also today, I saw Defunct just launched the first vintage t-shirt NFT. This is pretty big news. We don't know much about it. It was a Run DMC t-shirt. It price tag at $12,000. And... You actually get the t-shirt. So it's an NFT token that's redeemable for the actual t-shirt this time. So a little different than the typical digital art we're seeing and digital music and all this different stuff that's coming out. You actually get to redeem it for the t-shirt. This is the beginning. They were the first, as far as I know, if you saw anybody else putting out vintage clothing related NFTs, let me know. I'm getting defunct on it. a quick little episode to talk about what it is, the process, and what's his plan in the future. Um, I recently was on Virtual Flea last Sunday, and I won MVP. <sighs> MVP. Thanks, everyone, for voting me MVP. So I'm going back again this Sunday. Uh, I'm closing out this Sunday at 5 p.m. It's my set last weekend. If you missed it, sold a bunch of Nirvana tees, uh, sold some rap tees. It was a lot of fun. I sold the heart-shaped box for 2.8. I was pretty happy with that. What do you guys think? you think 2.8 is a good price or is it a steal or is it market or is it high? Let me know in the comments. 2.8 for a heart-shaped box. Is that high value or is it a steal? Uh, what else is going on in the vintage news? Me and Sean, we're starting the vlog series, guys. We're really getting into it. You know, Sean's been working with me. Avantini, if you know him, it's Avantini Shop. And we're going to be putting out weekly vlog episodes just about what we're doing in the warehouse, fucking around, having fun, selling vintage. The working title as of now is uh, People Just Selling Vintage. Okay? We're doing it. Just had a weird power surge in here. And yeah, my next guest for the podcast, as long as everything goes to plan, haven't recorded it yet, is going to be. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm going to keep it a secret until I get that on recording. I don't want to jinx it. But I got more episodes coming out. Um, but again, on this episode, this is the Hogan recap. Our chats, 
from Hogan. Wow, I'm getting strobed out in here. This is weird. My light's blinking. I'm just going to keep going here. Um, yeah. In other news, so I am getting on Twitch, guys. I'm getting on Twitch, and I'm going to start going live for things that I do around the office, like sorting a pallet or unboxing mail day or um, shooting photos for the website. I'm just going to go on and talk to you guys and do my work and see if people vibe on it. So go search Drew Heifetz on Twitch and stay tuned for my lives. It should be fun. Don't know what I'm doing. I've never even watched Twitch, but I'm just going to get on there and do it at the recommendation of some friends. So uh, see how that pans out. Also, shout out to the patrons. As always, appreciate you guys. You guys keep this thing moving. You guys keep me stoked to keep coming back and putting out more content. We've got lots of guests lined up. Um, but we also, for the patrons, just started a Discord group, and it's been super fun so far. So, you know, we got a bunch of people in there. We're chatting. There's lots of different channels. We can chat about uh, price checks. We chat about come ups. Chat about um, you know things we things we learn and teach each other stuff. Chat about you know anything under the sun is on the Discord. It's a super good way to keep in touch with everyone. Ask questions. Help each other out. You know I'm really only looking for like super positive people who want to contribute to this community to get on the Discord. So if you want to get on our Discord, um and stay connected learn from everyone click the patreon link down below sign up and you'll get the link to the discord okay other than that enjoy this episode and uh see you on the next one how are you guys doing cheers everybody thanks for joining us drew i i was so caught up in trying to get ready and i wanted to send the live to you did you end up seeing the the mosquito head guy do his talk with um no I saw the post about it before. So did you watch it? Yeah. I actually forgot all about it. And uh, I just so happy because I follow that, the Metropolitan, whatever the fuck it is, you know, the New York dudes. Yeah. Uh, I follow them and I just saw they went live and I just so happened to click in just as the dude was like, oh, we're here with blah, blah, blah from Mosquito Head. I was like, what? And it was, um, it was great. Super cool guy. Kind of frustrating because a lot of the questions that were getting asked by people were like really legitimate. And not, nothing, no diss on the dudes that were sort of doing the interview, but there was a lot of questions that I would have loved to have been asked that never got around to. But the live is like probably up for everybody to go check it out. It was pretty good, I have to admit. Well, um, this guy was an older guy that worked with them? He was, it was his company. It was him. He was part of like three owners of the company. Um, and the other main guy, this Paul something, had passed away. So he's like kind of like the last, I guess, rep to kind of talk about it. And it was just, yeah, from the most humblest beginnings to uh, where it ended up. And really interesting, cool guy. Um, but, yeah, some questions didn't get answered, which was frustrating. But for the most part. Well, Kirby, write those questions down. I'll hit them up. We'll do a, I'll do a podcast. I was, that's literally the reason why I bring this up is I was <laughs> like, either you or Perry have to fucking get on this dude. Because the question I wanted answered the most was what was the biggest flop? Because everyone was like, what's the most popular shirt? I'm like, fucking, that's obvious. I'm like, what was the biggest fucking flop? That's what I really wanted to know. What was the shirt that just like you tried and just sucked or like it was too controversial or whatever? Yeah, but, that's, the one yeah. That, that's the one that they put in the basement that's in circulation now that they couldn't rack for a while. Mm -hmm. Last night on the WWVSE flea, apparently they saw, somebody sold the double shark tooth Raiders for 1500 hat. Wow. And uh, the Lakers 
the Lakers was a splash that sold for a uh, thousand. Okay, well, uh, this makes me would be a good time to remind everybody tonight that I will be doing some hats. And right at the back, we've got this Raiders here. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, hats are definitely on the up and up. I guess it's kind of, to be honest with you, I mean, it, each to their own, but it's kind of nice to see something aside from a t shirt, you know, fetch, fetch. It's crazy. Oh, it's great, man. I'm happy about it. So, what other news can we talk about? Well, I always like. To recap, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd like to recap on perhaps what we've missed in the world of lives, shenanigans, cringiness, T-shirts, or by this case, hats going for stupid money. So if anyone wants to chime in and let us know what did we miss, um, aside from that hat or those hats, Drew, which is insane, anything else catch your, catch your eye or your attention? Uh, not, to, not to be honest, I didn't tune into too much this week, straight up. Yeah, I, I was a little bit out of it this week too. Anyone got anything to interject there? Uh, I've seen wrestling tees go up, but I mean, that's kind of been on the up and up. I don't know if that's new or not. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm noticing shit bands t-shirts going up. I blame Frank. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so that was his first uh, uh, swinging and now he's on every day or he's on a couple days a week? I don't know. It, 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 I'm just fucking around. I I think he's got. I really like that dude. He's got a good sense of humor, and we we. I've, I'm gonna go on his live one of these days. I'll hit him up, and we'll, I'm sure we'll just be ten minutes of taking the piss out of each other hard. Yeah, but you know. Oh I yeah, think, Pokemon shirts. Did we talk about that last week? Not really. So okay, because it's interesting. Because I, I feel like there's been a few times where. Um, see the thing with being too late. Or too early, they're both fuck ups. You know what I mean? Like landing right on times, the thing we always want. When it comes to Pokemon, the second those cards started going crazy, the second Logan Paul spending like a million dollars on a card, I'm like, cool, those shirts are going straight up. And then I had a few like 90s uh, Pokemon shirts that no one gave a fuck about. I think I sold one on here, like a long sleeve for like 20 bucks. And it was like a pretty decent size too. And you know, so you just can't, fuck, man. I, I don't even, I just, I don't even know anymore. I'm just like, hey, fuck. Whatever, from now on, it's... The problem whatever. is, it's like, only the, the only person who is perfectly on time is the one person that we're talking about who made the big sale. Everybody else is either early yeah. or late, period. And it's probably, to be honest with you, it's probably the same for Adam's Family shirts too. Like, I got super lucky and it wasn't that, like, I put Adam's Family on the map. It was just that I was the one that found them to put them on, on like, it's something you would never think about. But it's just the shirts were so fucking rad. But it's like getting a brand new car and driving it out of the lot. The second you leave, that Mercedes goes down by like fucking 50%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's hyper before it leaves the lot, once it's left the lot. So I think it's the same with anything across the board. I mean, the Aladdin shirt's a perfect example. Like how many fucking pretty cool Aladdin tees do you see going for like nowhere near even 400 bucks lately? Like, Yeah. So yeah, essentially like after you're live, guaranteed, if you, if you check the search volume on Google, it went through the roof for fucking Adam's family, guaranteed. Yeah, and, and it's just like it's got nothing to do with me. It's just I just happen to be the lucky one to find. It could have been anyone, but whatever the thing is, you know, whatever like the whoever the guy was that like what's the Pokemon shirt? Like what what's the highest record for a Pokemon tee so far? It's over a K, isn't it? Well, no, there was one that this week for two K. Yeah, like, and it was it was a good tag. That's a thing because like all the Pokemon shit I get is printed tag, which is like. At least 2005 or six, right? So right. I guess 
like if it's the early version, which the first round of Pokemon cards were 99, then it's like hard as shit to find. Plus, if you get it in the XL, it's hard as shit to find. Yeah. So I get it rare and I, it makes sense because that's like you know they're common but not the right one and i guess it was like a euro bootleg with a big print just like all the ones that big go for big money so speaking of collectibles i wanted to ask you about this because i know you're fairly on the pulse when it comes to like investing and whatnot i wanted to get your thoughts or even if curious if you know even anything about this the non i forget what the actual term is but they're digital collectibles yeah, dude, I fucking delved into this this week so heavy, bro. Oh, really? Because yeah. I, 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 every now and then I just like, I get out these like podcast rabbit holes where I'll be working and like YouTube will just kind of like play the next relevant thing where a guest might be on. And so I love this comedian called Tim Dillon. And he was on uh, that Logan Paul podcast, which is whatever, but he was talking about it. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? That sounds interesting. So if you know what I'm talking about, can you help me? Yeah. It is max level, bro. I, I went so deep in it this week. So before, okay, let's, before let's you go on, I'm, sorry to cut you off. Before you go yeah. on, I have a specific question that I was curious. So my understanding of it is, is correct me if I'm wrong, but it's similar to um, like it's blockchain technology where it's um, a bit of coding that can't be fucked with in any way. Therefore, if you are, say you have a bit of code of a collectible of like Michael Jordan doing a fucking slam dunk little gift thing or whatever and that's in your collectible wallet so to speak yeah so far am i correct yeah okay so i was thinking about i'm like how soon is it until we start seeing uh digital collectibles of hype t-shirts well i think it depends if you create like something that you can like i've thought about this in a few different ways but if you create something that you can hold digitally in your wallet, like either a graphic or you create a GIF of something or you like make it so the t-shirt becomes art, a digital art piece, right? Then it's possible. But the other thing I was thinking about is that it's actually the, the, the NFT technology is going to be put onto physical goods because now like, say I sell this, right? Well, I'm going to sell this to somebody, but if I, if I, with this t-shirt, if I transferred them a token that represented this t-shirt and then when they sold it, they transferred that token to the next person. Then you could eventually track everywhere this T-shirt's been in its lifetime through the blockchain. Wow, fuck, that's that's a crazy one to get your head around. But so, just to backtrack for a moment, just purely focusing on digital collectibles. Do you you don't have to tell me what you have? But do you have like a hand, like a few of them? Oh, I don't have any. No, I don't. I've none. I just okay. I, I just started learning about it this week. Fuck, I didn't buy any because, dude, some of these things like. I don't, for me, my head hasn't grasped the value yet. Like, why right. am I buying a fucking gift? Well, that was literally my next question. That was literally my next question of like, what? Okay, so for me, there's certain people that I know kind of manipulate the market. That Logan Paul guy is a perfect fucking example when it comes to Pokemon. I mean, he is constantly just talking about Pokemon to the point where he's making all of these millions of fucking YouTube fan followers, which is the demographic that's going to be buying into these things in the near, not too distant future. He's making that stock have so much more value based on how popular he is. So if you're thinking it in terms of like influencer culture and influencers are like, dude, influencers are making their way into Hollywood movies with no acting background and like they're fucking everything up. That's just the way it's going right now because the stock of have the worth of having someone with that brand name is yeah. so valuable for like a business, i.e., for lack of a better term, Hollywood, right? So if you take that approach to this, to these digital collectibles, 
And if you have, say, something like Pokemon, would it be something as simple as, like, I don't even know anything about Pokemon, but, like, the main little yellow fucking character doing some weird little motion and, like, you buy that little bit of coding and that's yours and then you just sort of, like, roll the dice, hope that one day it does become more and more collectible and then at some point you just cash those chips in is ideal. Like, it's, like, stock. It's, like, just it's like collectibles. Yeah, it is. And the, it's, it's, it's easy to understand for me because, like, that basketball thing you were saying is called NBA Top Shot, right? So it really mimics like card collecting. You buy a pack of the moments on the the system, which is like buying a pack of cards. Then you get the moments in your wallet and then you can trade the moments or sell the moments just like you trade or sell cards, right? Okay. Okay. The value goes up and you buy a pack for 10 bucks, but you might get like a a banger player or a hammer player that all of a sudden is worth 500 bucks for that moment, right? Right. And then, but here's the fucking caveat. And this is why this this thing is going to blow and people are going to push the shit out of it because the blockchain tracks the tracks that moment or tracks that piece of art or whatever the nft is right right and whoever the creator of that thing is whether it be art music moment fucking t-shirt whatever because the blockchain tracks it that person gets a residual payout every time it sells after the first sale what and you can set your fucking, you can set your commission structure when you sell it. Crazy. So that's almost like residuals for someone who does like a TV commercial. Every time the TV commercial gets played, the person who was in that television commercial gets the check. Oh my, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah, so you'll get a notification. I don't know exactly, but you'll get the notification like, boom, your, your, art, your artwork just sold again for 50 grand and you had 5% commission basis on it. So you just made... 2500 bucks for nothing like five years later this is getting so it's just speeding up so fast and, and it's just like i'm starting to slowly wrap my head around it a little bit more in the terms of at least understanding the direction it's going and so now i just ha- i just fucking holy shit my my <laughs> like this thing is so fucked and it's so it's like t- to really understand and, and like understand the, the possibilities and the structure of this it's like we are fucking living in the matrix people like it's so crazy but it does make sense in a weird way Mm -hmm. (laughs) sean says i'm so baked this is so nice (laughs) (laughs) well sean (laughs) good input buddy (laughs) how much does this excite you and how soon before next time we speak are you going to have a whole mantelpiece of digital collectibles and 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 also more importantly if your gut had to choose if there was a gun to your head right now and your gut had to choose something within the space of digital collectibles uh pop culture or whatever i'm still trying to wrap my head around what's sort of being currently digitalized as a collectible if that makes sense but what do you gravitate towards like nba basketball cards sort of yeah thing? If, if i was going to jump in right now and i had to if they were like go buy an nft i would probably buy i would probably jump on the nba top shot because i feel like that is more relatable to me because you're you're in a community of collectors that all love basketball. Like I don't even like basketball, but I understand. I, I feel like there's more value in that because if a player goes out and just crushes a game, that moment is going to go up, guaranteed. I was thinking about it, and I was thinking if I was a girl and I had like a really successful OnlyFans, I would definitely try to make digital collectibles of myself. Like, ooh, pushing my tits together, digital collectibles. Is that the sort of, like, it could be anything, right? That's like, it's just, possible, it's, dude. 
like I'm ta- like Ren, I, I sent this to Ren because Ren has been doing tons of art, right? She does all these collages and like she's a painter and does all these different kinds of art. And I'm like, you, we should like you should throw some of your fucking art up for sale on this this system and see what happens. Like who knows? Like just just to like learn about it, you know? So yeah, NFT non fungible token also not fucking tangible. That's what that's that's my new meaning of it. Not fuck like you have a not tangible asset. You have a you have like a, a picture of something that you could have screenshotted, yet it's tracked by the blockchain, which means it's worth ten grand. Yeah, crazy man. It's gonna be interesting to see just how nuts it's gonna go. So how's this for a theory, right? Like if you had a crazy okay, so like there's been talks in the community about uh what are you grading, t- grading t-shirts, like how you grade a card. So when you, you know how people send their cards away and they get put in plastic and they get like a number rating. Yeah. So that's called grading when, yeah. so that like now when you put it for sale, it's like you're, you have a nine out of 10 and that holds like a certain value versus like a seven out of 10. Right. Okay. Yep. So there's been talks and I'm sure other people out there have fucking heard about this, like send out your t-shirt to get graded into like a box or some shit. So now it's like, not really fucking wearable because the second you wear it, you're not the second you wear it. You're not, um, you're not, you've taken it out of that grading fucking case. And the, amount, the amount of people that are not getting their right t-shirt sent back is going to be a lot. <laughs> They're like, oh man, my mosquito head looks at it a lot. And go, well, that, no, that's just the way it came. You know, it wasn't legit. Sorry. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> oh man. So, I don't it's fucking weird. That's a weird theory, but if if we're talking these t-shirts as collectibles, it's not that fucking far-fetched, right? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, man. Like, um, uh, what do you what do you think? About, okay, let me ask you something. So, let's say, for example, because that I, I know nothing about sneakers, but there's that for sneakers, isn't there? Like, if you sell on that StockX or whatever, there's someone that like authenticates. Yeah, so you you send it to StockX, they authenticate it, and then they ship it to the buyer. But I heard that. And I, could be wrong it's either them or goat i just again podcast it's always background noise but I, I thought that one of them fucked up and is getting sued because they were wrong with their authentication and they actually authenticate authenticated a bunch of fakes and those fakes went to circulation as real shoes and they weren't so yeah. my, my whole thing is is like uh, you either know or you don't that's the whole fucking thing yeah like i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i, I no yeah it's fucking weird it's like it's like yeah. it's not it's not wearable anymore. It's not it's not for the fun of fashion anymore. It's like now it's like just for just for the monetary value of it instead, which brings yeah. it more into uh it's been that like, for it's been that since the start of twenty twenty, I I think. Yeah, well there you go. So we're if we're already fucking there, what difference does it make? Um which, which, but, you know. here's my thought, okay. So what if we're what if we're tracking okay, so I want I want I want you guys to chime in on the comments on this fucking next level theory, okay? So if 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 the seller, if you go out and you fucking pick a shirt and then it's like a crazy rare hammer, like something that like you actually won't really see again or really really hard to fucking find. And it gets sold as an NFT, right? And that means that the shirt then has a fucking blockchain tracking token attached to it that gets passed on with it as it goes. Now that seller is like, this shirt is so rare. I'm I want five percent of every sale of that shirt going forward now for till the end of time from the day I sell it. And do you think that, that the community can move in a way where it's like 
where you would still buy a shirt if you knew that the next time you sold it, you had to pay 5% to that other guy because th- the only way you would get it is if you got it as an NFT. I would say that a lot of people probably would just be like, that's just what we got to do. That's the way the game goes. I would be like, oh yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Well. I just put it, I, I just have been doing this so long that there's just so many other ways where I could just obtain these, these things or I wouldn't have to rely on just having to have that thing. So I wouldn't have to pay that fucking commission. If it was my only option and there was no other thing out there to make money on, well, I guess, you know, you got to pay the tax man, you got to pay the toll to cross the bridge. But Definitely go fuck yourself. Like I would fight someone if they're like, "Yo, man, you owe me five percent on that fucking." Well, that was fair. I go, oh really? Oh man, let me, let me just wind this up. Jesse is on the talk chain. Uh, scary thought, Drew. That's a scary thought, and the thing is, why it's so scary is like it's not outside the realm of possibility. You know? No, like, I'm fucking calling it here. I'm calling it here. There will be an NFT T-shirt sold very fucking soon. I don't know who it will be. Yeah. But someone's going to fucking figure out some weird way to do this shit because then it, it, um, and also the other, the other benefit of having it be on it, be an NFT is that you can now track all the hands it's gone through from the original finder. Okay. So I'll tell you where I would buy into it. And I have a couple of things that I, I would sell and I think I could cash in on this whole thing. For example, the guy, the mosquito head guy was on earlier and a lot of people, myself included, were like, bro, where are the old catalogs? I would pay massive money to see your whole, like to see the whole backlog of every mosquito head design they ever printed. Yeah. I would pay for the the tax or the fucking, you know, I would pay for the block chain, whatever, 50 odd bucks or whatever, just to have a photo of that catalog. You know what I mean? So I have an old fifth column catalog. When I posted it years ago, the amount of fucking Cerberos, and you know what I mean by that, that hit me up in the DMs wanting, like, photocopies of it, I politely was like, nah, no, 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 I'm good. But if I wanted to, I could just fucking take photos of that, and I know I could, and just sell photocopies of, of this catalogue because it's got, like, every fucking fifth column shirt they made in the 80s. Yeah, and then you look at, like, who was going to buy that. If a designer would pay money for that and then, Say you sold it to somebody for hundred bucks, and then another designer wants it later on. That person who was so bought it for hundred is like, "Well, I paid a hundred. You got to give me one fifty. You know what I mean? If you want to use this, yeah, you get fucking fifteen bucks for that other sale." But then all of a sudden, you become Donald Trump, right? Like with great power comes great responsibility as well. It's like, how far do you need to cash those chips in? Like my thing is, I, I hear what you're saying, dude, and if you're just completely just in this strategically for business, um, which all of us are to a certain extent, whether you want to admit that or not. Yes, there's some love in this, but look, don't fucking lie to yourself. You're not just still with the music, man, hippy-dippy bullshit. No, you still got bills to pay. So with that in mind, if you are into this just purely for the business, though, I just think eventually it just catches up with you and you just become the snake body in its own tail. Whereas if you just do it for love, I know it's cheesy, but it's just, you know. Yeah, well, Jesse's Jesse's going to invent fucking cock chain technology where where, – you know, virtual penises, he says, you know, maybe you can have uh, <laughs> a- a- NFT fucking fuck, fuck, fuck robots. Who knows? Um, yeah. But yes, you're right. It is weird. You don't want to chase the money, but like there, I think in a, it in a way, like what are the benefits to 
having something tracked, it's like it adds provi- pro- providence to it in a weird way of like yeah. where that thing came from and like the story of, of behind it. Yeah, that's, for sure. Like that's kind of out. I tell you what, though, like I definitely think not so much tying into like the blockchain thing, but I definitely think that there's something for if there were, I don't know, fucking let's just say there was some guru in Japan that is like the authentication guy and you send your T-shirt to him and then he authenticates it and sends it back with a certificate. So now your shirt has been authenticated. There's just no doubt in anyone's mind, especially if it's something like a heart-shaped box T-shirt, because there's one trillion bazillion of them. Yeah, you know, right. So, if you are paying for someone to like authenticate something, I can see the value in that. My thing is, is part of this game is accumulating knowledge, and the only way to do that is generally just through research, hard work, and time. Um, and that's where my respect for another person comes in. So, sort of. The cheat codes, hey, man, fucking I understand if it's going to make your life easier. It's just that I won't respect you as much. That's, that's yeah, just that. The cheat codes are not, the cheat codes are never as thorough of an education, no matter how you look at it. Even reading a book, all this shit, it's like the, the real best education and knowledge comes from time and experience, hands down all the time. Do you trust Mr. eBay? I don't know who that is. Are you, are you meaning just eBay or is it an actual guy called Mr. eBay? Um, Mr. eBay sold the company to Feebay, Mr. Feebay, a few years ago, and it's just the prices have gone up, so I don't, I don't trust either of them. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, like, I, I honestly feel this in my gut. The only people in this industry currently speaking right now are Hogan's. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to trust? And Pfeiffer said, I'm all about the NFTs. Um, I literally learned about this bullshit, like, this week and i've just like got i've been so consumed with it because it's when i first heard about it i was like this is fucking bullshit i'm like this is so fucked how does this make any sense i went to i went so deep in it i just think like any oh also gary v gary v's fucking hyping it man he's like and you yeah. know when gary v hypes it it's going yeah. off totally oh dude I, I, as far as like that the non-fudge like the you know the digital fucking collectibles go I'm really curious about it as far as the digital collectibles moving over into our space. Well, I mean, that's just me being an old man going, no, please don't. We've had enough change. There's too much change already. But it's probably going to happen and I'm eventually going to have to be like, oh, fuck, here it is again, another change. And, and so be it. That's fucking life. So how much can oh, I... Oh, yeah. Re- Changes, the change comes. The change comes, man. And, I, and you... Yeah. Yeah. It just comes so much faster all the fucking time. It's like yeah, slow dude, down. Okay. This guy nailed it. Uh, Pick the Pete. Can I pull an NFT from the bins? Exactly. You're never gonna ever be able to fucking get that that you know rush of adrenaline for for, for like finding something. But that's kind of irrelevant to what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is just what's on the horizon, what's coming, and is this eventually going to move into our space? Yes, because guess what? It's going to move into every fucking space. So I think it's more just like if I'm hearing you right, Drew. The, the service you're doing is letting all the Hoganites know, hey, guys, this is coming. And if you want to stay ahead of the curve. 100%. In order. And so. Me, a little bit of research. And then, you know, honestly, there are fucking downsides to this. Like when you look at NFTs from a perspective of like the, the next generation of kids, this just means they get to fucking sit on their fucking computer for hours and hours more, which to me is completely fucking unhealthy. Like go outside in the forest, go enjoy life, go skiing, go fucking skateboard, go fucking take a walk you know what i mean 
And like, yeah. it means less time doing that shit, more time stuck in your, in your matrix. It literally is more time in the matrix, which is unhealthy, man. Yeah, totally. But you know, this such is life. The old Ned Kelly quote from the you know, old famous Australian outlaw, such is life. There is just nothing you can do about a tsunami that's heading towards shore. And that's how I look at anything to do with technology right now, you know? So, uh, hey, man, according to Elon Musk, we're going to be on fucking Mars before our lifetime ends. So I, I don't know anymore, man. I just don't fucking know. I've got my laser pointer and that makes me happy. And that's, that's, that's it. Look at that. <laughs> what is Jess saying? I saw a big Jesse's got a dead stock Nirvana in utero T misprinted on a Disney tag with Ratatouille on the back. It's sold via NFT and it's verified cockchain tech corp. Okay. So yo, Jesse's the first to sell. Oh, oh do we need that? I think we might need to start handing out comment awards. Like that's <laughs> no, fucking yes. that is, that is the comment. Uh, Guys, let's give it up for Jess for confidence. <laughs> you know what I okay, so here's the thing that I, I I'm I think it's going to start we're probably about four or five years away from uh, fakes starting to have a bit of value where it becomes like ironic again, kind of in the same way that that like, um, what's that company out of LA, Chinatown something? Oh, Chinatown Market. Yeah. So like. But they I'm, just do like weird streetwear-y shit. They're not doing fakes really. I but, know that, but, but what I mean by that is like when I was in China, like six, seven years ago, I actually had a moment where I was like, fuck. I went to this market and it was all these extremely obvious fakes, but they were so funny to me, like Nike with like the tick upside down. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Like fuck yeah, dude. Or like the Nike looks like has like an extra point on the side or something. Yeah, like my, my little brother back home, he's like a little surfy dude. So I, I brought him this like Quicksilver shirt that was like Quicksilver on one side and Billabong on the back. Like I love shit like that. And so I nearly actually went to town because I just I just had the Eastside Flea store. I was like, I should just fucking buy all this shit and just like it was so cheap and just try it, hoping that people would have the same sense of humor as me. But I ultimately didn't. When that Chinatown market started, obviously they're doing a different vibe for sure. I'm not yeah. saying that. But there was definitely some inspiration, you could tell. From oh, yeah, set- when they started, they were bootlegging everything. It was awesome. Yeah, and I love the sense of humor behind that company. Like, all my favorite companies, there's sense of humor behind it and, like, an undertone of taking the piss. You have to kind of, like, scratch an onion layer back and you'll see it there. So I, I reckon some of the really obvious fakes will start to become funny and could have some value. Like, there's some really obvious bad fakes. that right now it's like, oh, But maybe in, like, five years it'll kind of become ironic. Yeah, and what do you think of the, um, you know, I think that's an interesting theory. I haven't really thought about it much. But what do you think about, say, like the really high quality like Thailand fakes that are, that are uh, coming out? Because like the quality of those shirts is, are fucking great. And like from a, a yeah, weird perspective. I, I, to be honest, I really fucking hate them. I, I can respect the art form that goes into like being able to make that a thing because there's definitely an art form to that. Like the same respect I would have for a master forger who does like a picasso perfectly but um you know i like old shit so obviously but like do you think that like maybe to acquire like a 90s nirvana a real one is going to be 10k so people would pay a thousand bucks for a thailand bootleg from 2015 but what i'm more interested in is i don't want a copy where it's so close to the original. I want a copy that's clearly fucking retarded. Like, 
Yeah, where it's like, you know, Nirvana, but maybe like Buzz Albans is also in the band or something like where, or it's like printed off center. And it's just like, that's the shit that I, yeah. The really obvious, like Mexican bootleg, like just like no effort gone into research. Just like, that's the shit I love, man. So I, yeah, don't know. I like, yeah, same with me, man. And like, you know, where it's obviously, where it's obviously um, another artistic interpretation of some some brand or some band or something that never existed originally, anyway. Yeah, um, a lot of see a lot a lot of my favorite stuff is stuff that art as well. Really, anything aesthetically is stuff that makes me smile or, or giggle or laugh in some way. Like that's my favorite fucking shit. So that's why I'm always drawn to the weird stuff because it's just like, why was this made? Who was this made for? You know, like, you know, those like the classic fisherman shirt where it's like the dude fishing and he's getting his dick sucked by like a fish. Yeah. Like, but it'll say like Mazatlan on it or something. And you can just imagine where they were sold at, you know, like tackle shops in the middle, like bait and tackle stores, mum and pop stores where they were at the cash register or shit like that. Like that. I just, I don't know. I've got a real fascination with the motivation behind graphics and like to go from concept to market when it's just such a, like the shirt with the, the, the different tits all over it. You know what I mean? Like melons, fucking all the, and you, you just, <laughs> who brought these? And the reality was everyone. Cause back in the eighties. And it barely is like, when you talk about that, like, through, even with Chinatown Market, like I follow them, I know the owner, and uh, we've like we, we Frankie did a Chinatown Market collab back in the day, which was a Betty Boop, by the way. I like that brand, like I really do. I'm not, I'm not taking a piece out of them. Just saying, no, 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 totally. I'm just saying, yeah. like, and and I, I'm, you know, brands like that, or like For All to Envy was another vintage guy that made like really, really like smart streetwear spoofs and stuff where you're like fuck how did you think of that you know like it's just fucking fun he did he's he did the um marge sit okay you, you guys remember when kim kardashian broke the internet with the champagne bottle she's naked pouring it on herself with yeah. her ass out yeah he made he made that picture marge simpson like a bootleg uh, so simpsons of kim kardashian pouring champagne on her ass it was like so fucking good i'm like how did you think of this you know what i mean um, yeah I mean, yeah, man, like I had a period there because like when I was designing all the War Baby tees and like we were just selling so many of them, people that didn't even like our band, there's like shirts. Like we did the, we did um, Bart Simpson as Robocop on the cross and this is kind of like just before like the bootleg Bart thing was like really sort of starting to take off. I've just always had a real appreciation and a real love affair with just things that take the fucking piss in a cheeky way. And it's funny because people get me misunderstood and they'll send me t-shirts. Like some dude who probably meant well, he just didn't know me well enough. Send me a fucking, he's like, man, I think you'll like this. And it's like a picture of princess Diana. And it just says dead whore. I'm like, dude, that's horrible. And it's not funny. It's meant to be cheeky. Like Dennis the menace, not fucking, I chopped my sister's head off with an ax. Like there's a big difference. You know what I mean? I like things that are like cheeky and like just little slight jabs that are not malicious. Yeah. And, and I think that takes, all of takes, my favorite companies have sense of humor, man. It takes, it takes creativity. Like there's times like I've thought of ideas and designs for like for Epps and Frank or Frankie or whatever, where like they've hit, but then there's times when I'm like, I hit a roadblock of like, we need to come up with a t-shirt idea. And I'm like, I'm fucking stumped. I can't do it. But there's some yeah. people like sit there and like just fucking lay it down all these crazy ideas. 
And I love that kind of like free flow, yeah. creative. I mean, I've, got, I've got books and books of ideas. I, I, I think one that's one advantage you can definitely have with with design, and that's why it's not surprising that so many designers have had their at least a tiptoe in vintage at some point because like the just the reference that can just jog an idea or a train of thought. Yes, yeah, like there's people making like new interpretations which are, are not fakes. They're like bootlegs now. Like, I have no problem. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, me like that's like you know a bit of artistic license inspirations funny if you think like that's fine i have no problem with that and i actually don't really have a problem with people making complete perfect fake like mosquito heads or heart-shaped box or whatever as fucking long as you tell people it's that that's it like to the point where on the tag it should say this is a reproduction or this is not from not you know what i mean that's my that's my only problem because it's myself included like well we got to get the blockchain involved we got to put a fucking token on it. Right. Mate, now, now you think about it. Now I think about it. Maybe you're fucking right. Or like, you know, those like now with COVID, every like, you know, uh, restaurant you go to, they have that little thing, that little QR weed. Code, yo, QR code. You should put that and then like you hover over it. Maybe, oh my God, maybe like we start stamping on all like the crazy grails. We start stamping on the back of the tag, some sort of code like that. So when you hover your phone, it'll say, Congratulations, you have lucked out and this is an authentic idol. Or, bad news, motherfucker, you just lost a thousand dollars. Yo, do you follow? Uh, probably you don't follow these guys because you're Aussie and you don't want to, you don't want to fucking uh, hear more Aussie humor. But do you follow the uninvited? Oh, dude, well, I don't, but I love Aussie humor. Okay. These guys it. are just two fucking like surfer Aussie guys that make these dumb videos. They're literally like skit videos on Instagram, right? They're super funny. My wife put me on, but they uh, made a video. Are they the guys that did that one where they're like doing like the country Western dance and they're all like all in unison? And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I follow those dudes. Yeah, yeah. So there's two of yeah. them, but then like they bring their buddies in for video. Yeah. But yeah. They did a spoof on the QR code thing where like everything they had to fucking take a picture. So they're like, they're like, Oh, you put my hat on. Oh, better take a picture of the QR code. Oh, I'm going to drink my coffee. You got to fucking take a picture of the QR code. Like it was like over the top and it's kind well, of, dude, that's where we're going. I saw a girl the other day. Um, do you, any of you guys follow snake pit? It's like the worst tattoos in the world. It's so good. Best account ever. Definitely recommend following that some girl. And I was like, dude, this doesn't deserve to be on here. This is fucking amazing. She had a tattoo of one of those codes that when you fucking ran, and I'm definitely stealing this idea if it works. When you ran your phone over it, it fucking opened up into like, I don't know, some like Phil Collins song or something. I'm like, that is fucking genius. So, yeah, yeah man. QR code shit is fucking, it's like, so what we're doing, how, we're, how I'm using the QR code for like our shit is that, it, you know, when you get like a, a, a insert in a package, you buy something online, they send you like a little flyer. Yeah. I'm going to do ours with the QR code so that they scan the QR code. It takes it to the website, but it's going to be a page that I can change. So like, that's a great idea. I can have a certain promo. I just change the promo on the website, but I don't have to print a new flyer because the QR code just links. I love shit like that, man. I like gimmicky shit. Like, you know, in the band, like pressing vinyl is so expensive and all, I was always trying to think of a way around it, but I love vinyl and it's really the only thing that sells. And I had this idea, but, but I just couldn't quite figure out how to put it into practice where I was going to start making 3D monsters because, like, 3D printer, you, you know, I've got a buddy who has one. Like, that's getting cheaper and cheaper. Yeah, totally. The idea was make these 3D monsters that you crack open and each one has a download code to, like, 
to one song and you had to collect all 10 of them to get the album. That way it encourages more buying because you've got, if you're a love band, you got to, you want the whole record. You've got to get all these different monsters. Single color was actually almost on par with the cost of pressing vinyl. Um, never did it, but I just, I love gimmicky shit like that. I'm a sucker for it. I'm a type of guy that gets really excited at a kinder surprise because I just fucking can't wait to see what gimmicky toys inside. And if you are the same way inclined, you most likely will be good at picking vintage because that's exactly what it is, is you're just trying to find cool surprises in the world. You know, that's why it's hard sometimes when you see somebody who's just so unauthentic just fucking spewing their, their fucking, oh, and next up is uh, this thing, Cradle of Filth. And you're just like, bro, man, like, you know, if <laughs> you're trying to sell something but there's no love behind it, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. No, you know, some element of passion and it's like you know all that gimmicky shit it's it's gimmicky for sure but it's also like it you know who doesn't love to get a little something extra in their package or a surprise or like do you guys like remember you'd go to the carnival back in the day and they'd have show bags like i remember we had this thing growing up called the gold coast show and it was this like you know big basically like a country fair you know ferris wheels slides roller coasters, whatever but then a stampede Okay, yeah, probably. And then you would go to the show bag section. And it was my favorite fucking thing. And you'd have like the Freddy Krueger show bag. And never forget it. I got the Freddy Krueger show bag. I was about eight years old, way too young to have the Freddy Krueger show bag. And it came with like Freddy's face and a glove and all this candy and like a little post or whatever. So exciting, man. Just nobody, who doesn't like a cheeky bonus? You know? Like who to the all-you-can-eat fucking smorgasbord and just gets one plate. No, motherfucker, you're there for the fucking dessert bar. We all know that. That's a cheeky bonus. Yeah, totally. Like buying a house and getting a free laptop and you just, oh, I've got a free laptop. Yeah, but you just spent fucking a million on the house. Like, Dude, I swear to God. So our house came with a free flat-screen TV. It was shit. Yeah. And it probably cost like $200 to buy like, a flat-screen TV. Bye. I'm like, babe, bye. we're buying the house. Male brain. Male brain. Whereas Ren's like, yeah, we'll just, we have a TV. But my, yeah. <laughs> half yeah. a million dollar house? We get the TV, though. We get the yeah. TV. Yeah. Half a million. <laughs> Dude, that's me. That's totally fucking me. Anyway. I read a book. Speaking of that stupid male brain thing, I read a book about marketing. Thank yeah. you, uh, YMM Vintage. Appreciate it. I read a book about marketing. Oh, okay. Tell me if that was in, guys. Um, and they were like, you know how you watch those TV fucking, thi- those, uh, TV like shopping network things, yeah. For sale, this this amazing bootleg bar shirt, but yeah. that's not all. You get yeah. the hat. That's not all. You get the second hat. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's not all. Like is like a killer keyword to like get people to buy tons of shit. You know that I was a door to door salesman, right? In Australia, that was my job at one point. I would knock on your door, and literally, that's not all. Was like part of my my pitch i was selling cable tv like look let me ask you a question are you a fan of documentaries i know you are i saw the truck you love to get out there sure bob's your uncle now now the wife the missus karen was it geez more of cheryl <laughs> gorgeous blue eyes you just go on then eventually you get the whole package it's going to be this amount you're always throwing this in anyway but you know what i'm going to do your kids say what we're going to throw in nickelodeon it's not that's not hey we're going to throw in disney plus there you go that's not all it does work man people like the bonus and it's just psychology. It is. I'm a massive sucker for a cheeky bonus. Like, i tell you a good example. You put a Uline order in, right? Like, you spend, like, over a 1000 bucks on Uline, buying a bunch of bags for the shop, whatever. And then you can get the option for a that's-not-all cheeky bonus 
a thermos, a fucking measuring tape, like a dog shit piece of shit, nothing. And I'm there going, this is the greatest company. They really look after their customers. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm just, that, like, that water canister that you got literally cost them 50 cents to make and perceived value is like, you know, that's why us here at Hogan, we deliver free shipping to the States. And we're from Canada. What? Cheeky bonus. That's not all. Speaking of which, up next, Men in Black, dead stock. Let's do yeah, this. Thank you, I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. I fucking, I disagree with Uline being a good company at all. Yes, they're convenient. Yes, they're like Amazon. Yes, they'll deliver next day anything you fucking need for like business wise. But I swear, they send me a Bible catalog. Do you get the catalogs? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. They send a Bible catalog like every month. Yeah. Like, bro, like okay. the amount of paper you're wasting is so insane. I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. And I think it's valid. I think it's valid. Okay. You're, you're a good man. Let's say you're not a good man. Here's the difference between you and me. What I like to do is I like to get the fire going. I like to grab myself an English breakfast tea that mum sent over. Bushels is normally my brand. And I like to just mix it up, one sugar, sit by the fireplace and just take my time. <laughs> you're the only guy that reads that fucking catalog i get the highlighter i get the highlighter out and go oh hey babe would you look at this this you get buy 20 staples you get five for free yeah, i know i don't need it but i'll go ahead and get them no i'm gonna help get them shut up i'm gonna get oh, don't, fuck you i'm definitely getting them so and don't get me wrong i we all, we're doing a u-line order like every week because they're, they're fucking yeah. they're, they're like the amazon for businesses you know uh, but Kirby, uh, I, we need we need you in the chat for a second because we have SAB Sports. We are manufacturers and exporters, and we can provide it for you in the okay, chat. Guys, guys, okay, guys. Well, right now, what's the name of the company, Drew? SAB Sports. Okay. Well, SAB was it? Wow, fantastic. Thank, thank you to finally join us. This is what we need. Um, I am in the market for, I have uh, a little poodle, and I've always wanted to have a little tuxedo, uh, but he has a lot of poodle friends. Can you make us here at Hogan 135 little fucking tuxedos into three pieces that are just for poodles and onward? Get back to us, let us know. Who else gets one fucking trillion of these motherfuckers a day going, Hello, my friend. I'm not sure what you need, but whatever it is, we here at Jimbo's Manufacturing Company based somewhere can make it. Oh my God, bro. Can you make disappearing happen? Block, shaklaki. Fucking leave me alone. Also, too, did fucking Sean pipe in? Weatherspoon, did he have a comment? I thought I saw Sean's. Yeah, Sean says he's tempted to buy the forklift or a picnic table every time he opens the catalog. Okay, see? Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Oh my god! I hope my wife is watching. Somebody else said, uh, "Uline times Sean Witherspoon collab." Uh, Yaha! Fuck, Dude. <laughs> Sean! You can no, no. pick out of any product from the whole Bible to make a collab with. I, I tell you this much, Sean. If you're still watching this, I want you to to hit up Uline and do a Witherspoon Uline Palette Jack collab. What? That would be amazing. I always and see the thing about it is like. It's only going to go to, like, legit business dudes that have, like, space for a fucking pallet jack. I would buy one. I would buy one. I don't have space, but my wife will learn to live with it next to the TV. And that is my you I love, okay? <laughs> so, guys, up. someone asked, no, these were not sold as merch. This is, like, legit. You could buy this where you bought Adidas back in the day. Yeah. 
been sold through through the dealership stores, like any sneaker store that, that carried Adidas. Um, and this 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 could be like you know, Run DMC had the the song My Adidas, right? And they were like big on it, and you know, they to this day kind of claim that they helped put Adidas on the map, which is pretty fucking true. Like they had a song about it, and like it became a cultural thing in hip hop from that point, right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so you could buy these in in the store, and this could be like one of the first like musical brand collab like partnerships from I don't know I don't really know if anyone knows of any earlier ones like let me know but I think this for sure was the first hip hop yeah. brand collab I I, can't, I I struggle to think of anything that came before maybe there was I mean I'm definitely not an expert but it's the first one that comes to mind for me for sure because then, before but, like any of the hip hop streetwear brands like started you know like FUBU yeah. or any of that you know what I wish I really, I was singing the other night because Chris, Chris is, Chris, like virtual flea Chris, like he's such a lovely guy. Like he really is a fucking really nice dude. And he's so mo- like, you know, keeps everybody happy. He's, he's just like, keeps his opinions out of it. He's like, this is my platform and sell shit. However, I like the idea of maybe he goes away on holiday and he's like, I need a break. I'm going to get a guest host. And I go, oh, yes, please. Yes, please. And every time someone comes on that I find annoying, I just go like this. And then they're going, so, sorry, can I, can I just run it? I'm like, that would rule. Oh, dude, that would be fucking amazing. Kirby guest host taking over. Dude, I would, I would fucking, I would be ruthless. So yeah, so that is actually such a fucked point because is Chris ever gonna have a vacation in his life? Dude, that guy, that that guy works, man. That guy fucking like. The thing is, is this is this is fun because we we're homies, we know each other, so it's not exhausting. I mean, it's like you know, it's a little bit of effort, but for the most part, hanging with your mates is never an effort. But like, fuck. I mean, you guys know, you've seen some real fucking snoozers on there. And I just, I just, oh God, I just feel for him. Because just how do you keep, how do you do that, Chris? Chris, if you're watching. How- but he's got so comfortable with it. Like he has no problem just like kind of chilling and not. No, not awkward, honestly, it is an amazing quality. But for me, when someone's like, uh, uh, and they're always like this, like you can never see their face. Or like, uh, yeah, okay. So, um, the next up is um, uh, the, oh shit, sorry. Uh, the, oh, the fucking hang. Uh, uh the measure. Uh, uh, and that's when you just fucking go like this. Uh, so next up. Sorry, I'm just like I don't know. But that's why he's the man. That's why he's a fucking great dude for that. I just, it could not be me. I would just love to guest host and go, welcome to the virtual fleet with me, Kirby. It's going to be a little bit fucking different tonight. If you're boring, you get this, which means... If you are pissing me off, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot my laser beam pointer right in your eye. Dude. (laughs) Oh. Okay. The thing that irks me, and it's like it doesn't keep me up at night, but every time it happens, I'm just there going, fucking why did you push the button then? Like, you know what he'll do? He's open live. And then, 
like if you've pushed, I would like to go into your open life, please. Don't be surprised if he fucking accepts you. The amount of times people are like, oh shit, sorry, man, I didn't <clears throat> sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, I, every time that happens, if I'm guest hosting, this is what's on the background. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, give me a second. Uh, oh, Jesus. Oh, God, Christ. <laughs> Every fucking time. It's so... Am I the only one? That is so annoying. If you push the fucking button, be prepared. All you got to do is go, oh, thanks, Chris. Yes, first up. Instead, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Like, dude, you push the fucking button, you moron. Yeah, no shit. Ugh. Oh, well, dude, I like that happened... When that happened, when I fucking did the open lives last week, some guy was like, "Oh, I'm in bed. You just got me." Oh, out of bed. Huh, huh, I didn't. You got yourself out of bed by pressing the fucking come in. It's like going to the fucking McDonald's drive-through, ordering some food, and the man confused, and the lady's like, uh, "Can you pay?" Like, oh, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> my bad. Like, Jesus. Christ. Okay, I have to voice another pet peeve right now. Okay, so. Yo, thank you, Sean, for bidding that. I feel like that's totally fair price, by the way. But then everyone's in here going, everyone's in here going, steal, highway robbery. No, um, that's butcher. And I'm like, okay, so if, if that's highway robbery, why didn't you bid? Like, yeah. if you think yeah. you can make money on that, fucking guys, like, just bid then and take it. Make money. Yeah. And also, too, it's like, we're not, we're not fucking stupid. We sell primarily to resellers and give no fucks about that. So if that is, you're like, oh, fucking steal. That's a blade ingo. Well, if you actually thought that, you'd be up in the mix. Yeah, it's just become this kind of like, uh, you know, this kind of reactionary term that people say, steal. Shish! Yeah. Shish! And I know, it's like, and it's like, I'm not, throw, I don't want to throw shade on you guys for saying that. No, I am. If I'm on a fucking live and I see a fucking steal and i'm like yo i know i could fucking double up triple up on that i'm fucking going in you know why not all right fuck it since we've already started and opened up this can of worms i'm gonna fucking say this now look if you're chris i'm sure it's rather flattering because if i'm on someone's live and someone's talking about hammers and dingoes i'm like oh that's our turn good on them but it is so frustrating to hear every one of you motherfuckers go sheesh Okay, how's about you fucking be sheesh original and come with your own fucking turn? God damn! Every time I hear fucking sheesh, this is all I this is all I hear in the background. <laughs> you know what I haven't even heard tonight? Bob's your motherfucking uncle. Yeah, dude. Fucking all I'm saying is like you you are your own person. I know that because you wear clothes, you put them on yourself, you have breakfast, you have coffee, you do all the things that make you a person, an individual. How's about fucking practicing some of your own fucking thoughts? Sheesh! It sounds like a mating call for fuck just can't be themselves. My that's the wizards. Get your own fucking thing. And this that's the wizards. Get your own fucking thing. Stop copying everybody and expecting to be rewarded from it. The universe doesn't work like that. Oh my god! Every time this, <laughs> and since we're on it again, I've had a fucking beers. Yo, vintage miner, for fuck's sakes, man! For fuck's sakes, you smoke too much fucking weed, dude. You smoked way too much marijuana. Here's a fucking sign. Quit. Go outside and get some wraps for your t-shirts. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, Pie fucking owl, pie owl, baby. You know what? Like, I have, I have sore big muscles today from fucking having such a good time, dude. It's just, it's like people be like, "Oh man, hater, old head, bitter." No, no, no. 
being honest. Being honest. Uh, Can't shoot the messenger if the messenger is just pure honesty. Well, fuck. I mean, if you think I'm out of line on this, if you're like, no, that's uncalled for. We don't need any hate in the community. Well, your parents disciplined you when you fucking ate too much ice cream, didn't you? Like, this is the reality of life. Sometimes you fuck up. And at the end of the day, I'm not, I don't hate you. I just think it's fucking gross and sad. Just be yourself, man. You know, my grandma had a bumper sticker on her car for years. Be yourself. You're the only fucking person qualified. Yes, I added the word fucking, but I live by that mantra. It's simple. And, and I was talking about it today with a few mates. If you are yourself, your authentic self, guess what the universe does? It opens up from the clouds and goes, reward. And guess what it does when you're not? Punishment. Just be yourself, motherfuckers. Anyway, Celtics. Touch it to the bank, the bank of life and fucking put it in there. Yeah, that's my NFT. Bank that shit. Um, <laughs> Celtics court. 45 bucks and let's just do 20 seconds on the clock we're at almost 8 30 which means we're half an hour away from mystery teas and if i keep drinking half an hour away from me being cancelled so that's cool and off we go bob's your uncle okay we got 45 on celtics who's coming in with the 50 no man i love that shit it is it my life changed when I finally let go of being who I thought everybody else wanted me to be and I started to be my fucking self. Yeah, it's all it is, man. It's just like, I don't know. It's just at some point, if like, people are like, oh, man, be positive. I'm like, well, fuck, man. You know, if someone didn't speak out against, like, other shit that was fucked up, you know, people making fun of the, someone who's like, you know, the trans community or like, you know, some crazy race of shit. Like it has to start with someone going, yo, this is fucked. I mean, yes, that's an over-exaggeration and comparing the two is a little bit ridiculous, but I'm stretching right now. I'm trying to find some comparison. Ultimately, all I'm saying is, is it's just so much, like, why do you think the, the guys in this space that are the most successful, all of them are themselves. They're all themselves. Like Sean's a fucking great example. That dude's 100% who he is. Yeah. Universe is done. They said, go design a Vespa, motherfucker. Like, that's just, yeah. How it works, man. And uh, somebody said, Miner is just being himself. Yeah, that was uh, Jack. See, I don't know about that. I think Miner's what he thinks I, I, you guys want to see him be. Miner, Miner is, is, is a picture that the, he thinks the community wants to see him as. Dude, it, look, at the end of the day, I would need. But here's the thing with statements like that. You've got to back it up with facts and, and actual evidence. Otherwise, you're just saying nonsense. Go, I saw an alien. Where? How did this happen? No, I did. No, we don't believe you. Next. That's just a conspiracy theory saying that, that it's, it's not, dude. It's, it's like propaganda nonsense. And it's, at the end of the day, it's like, look, is it that important to invest this amount of energy into? No, it's absolutely not. But does it frustrate me? It does because there's so many people that are just there going... Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, we are gentrifying this. What are you talking about? We sell old T-shirts. The end. Relax. Like, <laughs> it's fucking relax. And how can, how can like, somebody who just came oh. business have an opinion so strong about the gentrification of the business and claim that he is the, he's the one to help stop the gentrification of, of a system that he is just getting into in the first place? Like, totally. what, 
Not only that, but guess what I guess what I never do? Listen to white men on anything with the word gentrification comes out of their mouth afterwards. Yeah. It's not your place to talk about it, motherfucker. And how disrespectful is that for the actual people that are being taken advantage of, advantage of right now? Like it's terrible just so- fucking word. Terrible choice. And and here's the thing. See, the miner used that that choice because he knew it would spark controversy and get about a thousand comments. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, one, here's the credit I'll give that guy. And and for those who know him, you can send this out to him. I challenge you, Miner. Let's go on a live and have a fucking debate. You and me. You have your line of <laughs> and the things that you want to talk about and the things that you are just so passionate about and the reasons why you back them up. And I have mine. And let's do this. Let's put your fucking money where your mouth is, dude. Much in the same way you've got boxers and YouTubers right now calling you out to get in the ring and have a fucking black eye. I'm doing the same thing, but with words. If you're down, you know where to find me. Okay, here we go. That's I guarantee that's in his inbox already, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking serious. And you know what? Let's go one step further. If we get this to happen, for every person that gets above 300 bucks, I'm going to think about how we can make this to charity somehow. Well, we record it. We sell it as an NFT later. And you can open the debate. You can own the fucking debate via blockchain. That's it. That's it right there. And ultimately, too, it'd be a bit of fun. You know, a bit of, bit of, bit of a spoof goof, you know. I'm just over it. I'm just, and I'm just over, like, it's not just... There's a lot of people in this space that are, are just putting it on a pedestal that it needs to be ripped the fuck off from. I was in hospital for a month with people that were literally saving my life. Those people are important. Not a motherfucker that has leaning tower of pizza of T-shirts and goes, this is a grail, and then says two seconds previous, oh, yo, if you fucking say this is a grail, you're just fucking ra- raising the stock and cashing in, you're a hype beast. And then two seconds later has the very thing that he's taking the piss out of and saying, this is a grail. It's like. What? I'm over it. Fuck it. Challenge. There it is. Gauntlet's been thrown. Oh, man. The challenge has been thrown, yo. Yep. Who's sliding into the minor DMs? But let's get off the minor topic again. Um, Jack, out of curiosity, I'm just trying to think in my head. What's a T-shirt that comes to mind for you when it comes to, like, selling shirts with racist imagery on it? I'm trying to, I know there's a bunch out there. I'm just, for some reason, having a mind block right now. Well, the obvious is is the Confederate. <clears throat> oh right, yeah, would yeah. Be a lot of. Yeah, that's what he says. The Southern flag. That's like the most common shit that you see because it, it can be on like hard yeah. or anything, you know. I don't I don't pick it um, anymore. I used to. I, I'll be honest. I did, yeah, but just, straight up, just you know, getting older and wiser and like paying attention to things. A lot of it too is like. I'm oblivious. Like like years ago, I used to be oblivious to it. Like, oh, linen skin. Oh, cool. You never see linen skin, and you don't really pay attention to the fucking southern flag that's like this big in the background. Now I look for it with a fine tooth comb. Um, for me, I have like I have a shit ton of um, ah oh, fucking uh, buckwheat. Is it buckwheat like ote? That fucking and like yeah. I don't really want to sell them. So I have like my friend Perry. He has a, a buddy who's black who collects them and I'll probably just end up just putting them in his hands. Um, 
Yeah, and then like I don't know. Yeah, so we have these boys on the hood, which is the police abuse spoof of boys in the hood. Um, you probably had that right, Kerb. Yeah. And then there's like the Rodney King riots tees and shit, which aren't really racist. Those are like probably to raise money for the riots and stuff. But then like they're like there's straight up like KKK t-shirts out there with like the guys wearing the fucking robes and shit. Yeah. Uh, there's some yeah. fucked up shirts. And that's another thing. It's like talking about who made the graphics. It's like fucking who made those and what store were selling those. And then like, who yeah. just like, yeah, babe, grab yeah. one of those. Wear it to the barbecue this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, I just stay away from it. You know, like I, I'll be honest, like I have shirts that, you know, you find them at the rag and, they might be like fucked up and you're just like, Oh, never going to fucking sell this. But if it's like from the sixties or something, for example, it's hard for me to just be like, Oh, you know, but I just have it in a box called fucked up. I don't know what to do with it. I really don't. And I, you know, like, you know, I think, and I could be wrong here, but I think it's Mo's deaf, the rapper Mo's deaf. Like he's, I think he collects like blackface paraphernalia. Fuck. I really hope I'm not butchering who it is. I know it's a rapper, a black rapper. And to me, it's always just been like, well, you know, when this COVID thing lifts and I got one of my black buddies over, I'm like, if this is fucking, you, you take this. Like, this is your wheelhouse. Like, I'm not, I can't, it'd be like if someone had a shirt taking the piss out of Australia. I'm like, like John Lennon said, I can criticize the Beatles, but you can't criticize the Beatles is kind of what I subscribe to. That's why I just don't like it when somebody tries to be the voice of something else, that they have no qualifications being the this voice. This is for. XL, guys. This is XL. I don't know, man. It's tough. There's, I mean, it's not. It doesn't just end there with like racist shirts. I mean, where does it end? Where do you draw the line? Like, there's a lot of shit. Like, I was always really shocked with the popularity of OJ Simpson teams. That was the one that shocked me the most because I'm just like, uh, like on that note, like OJ is OJ was was found not guilty, right? So like, okay, whatever. Uh, but then you have like those convicted mass murderer shirts where like there's like a list of their victims on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I love some of that shit. I do. I mean, I think like, you know, and then the, the, what about the Hit, Hitler World Tour shirt? Yeah. Um, that's looks like a Rocky, but it's like the, all the fucking like invasions that Hitler did on World War II. But th- those murderer shirts, like you have the... the um, Charles Manson one and all these different ones. But there's one that I saw somebody post and actually fine and dandy sent it to me in a DM. He's like, what do you think of this? It had the actual girls names on the shirt, which is like kind of fucked up because you're like, now you're, you're immortalizing those people's like the Bundy shirt, right? Yeah. The Bundy one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me growing up where I grew up, I was all about, I just liked things that shocked and so I gave very little thought, I guess, in hindsight, probably not the best approach, but I just gave very little thought to a lot of the context and was more like, oh, it's punk rock to, to fucking ruffle some feathers. Let me wear the shirt that says fuck or has a finger on it. I'm like, yeah, that's punk rock. But I wasn't really paying attention to how it could impact somebody until I got older. And that just generally comes with a bit of age, I feel. Like you have to be on the planet longer and, and I've met some people from different walks of life and wisdom and blah 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 and then i think it sort of starts to hit you like a ton of bricks so i have a little bit of a learning curve in my brain when it's kids like you know late teens early 20s i'm like okay well 
you know, I, I was that little fucking young asshole that didn't really think too much. And you got to give people a learning curve. I think it's different when you're an adult. You're a fucking fully formed adult and you're paying your taxes and your bills. And then, then it's questionable because it's like, well, what's the purpose here? Like, what are you trying to gain out of it? If it's just simply to shock, well, aren't you too old for that? So I, I don't know, man. It, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh... I don't know. I don't fucking I have shirts in my collection. I have, um, you know, like I've thoughts on the Columbine shirt. I've never seen the Columbine shirt. I don't think. Yeah, that like that gives me chills. That sort of thing. Like, like shit. Columbine was a mask, a mass shooting, right? Or was that like a? Yeah. Yep. And that's fucked. I've never seen. Have you ever seen cult shirts? Like, um, oh, you know what shirt I fucking do want? And this is not that. There's some cult shirts that I do want. So like the fucking Bogwan. I want the Bog. You know, because like you remember, you know, did you watch that movie? Sorry, the what movie? The Bogwan. He was the guy who who led the cult in Oregon that like created that whole fucking town, and um, it was like a super hippie thing. It and then oh oh um uh the like oh show. It was like the Netflix six seven parts. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's the town. The people in the yeah. town were like, "Get Bogwan out!" Like they made right. the support. Um. And like, I just think I just fucking love that doco, and like, you know, I thought it was so interesting. Yeah, see, see, this is what it, this is what for me more is. It's wow, wow country, yeah, that's it. Wow, wow. I, like, I'm not gonna wear it. I just, I like to have it. Like, it's just like, oh, guys, look at this. Like, isn't this fucked up? Like, whoa, whoa, someone made this. Whoa, that's more the thing. Like, my collection is I like weird and really random and hard to find obscurity stuff. And I guess sometimes that falls into that umbrella. Like, you know, I have a Mao fucking mosquito head, which I showed with you. That's like one of my pride and joys. And yeah, that guy was fucked. But it's not me idolizing Mao. It's just how fucked is this shirt? Whoa. And that's as far as it goes for me, period. Yeah. And is there a level of responsibility on me if I'm wearing it outside the house? Fuck yeah, there is. But if it's in the privacy of my own home, I don't know, man. It, yeah, and, and that's tri- trippy shirt says it's preserving those shirts as like a as like a history part of it, like, and that's controversial in its own way. But I agree, where it's like there's people that collect Nazi memorabilia, right? What, and I yeah. don't think those people are always fucking Nazis or racists at all. I think they collect it because it represents a fucked up point in history, right? Right. And like it's, pres- I don't know, but again, like I don't say I agree with them preserving that part of history, but like, who am I to say? I don't say, but it's just, um, yeah. It's- I think the big thing is what it all comes down to. At the end of the day, there's always going to be he said, she said, and I mean, there's a gender neutral term. I just mean there's going to be voices on both sides of the fence. But what it comes down to at the end of the day is the freedom, the freedom of speech thing, and like the freedom of choice, and. Who's going to be the gatekeeper if all of a sudden we do start slamming that hammer down on like what's acceptable and what's not? At the end of the day, the thing I love the most is having a laugh. I love comedy. And like that art form that I consider is fucking very important to keep people's spirits up, especially during something as fucked as a pandemic, that's under under hammer right now. Like jokes are on. It's like, dude, they're fucking jokes. Yeah. Like you've been able to, in your brain, separate the difference between someone going for an LOL and someone going for malicious intent to me is fucking a really clear indication of someone's intelligence level and lack thereof, you know? And so I think 
You've just got to have, it's nothing is fucking an umbrella statement. Nothing is a big fucking throw a tarp over everything. Everything and everyone is case by case. And it has, you have to be that way. And you can't jump on a bandwagon and everybody deserves a trial, so to speak. So I think it's a hard question to answer. Uh, Jack, I'm with you when it comes to like, there's people profiting on some of this stuff that I turn on. I'm like, gross, man. And there's some stuff from, yeah, I, well, so I don't know. The emotional roller coaster this Hogan. I know, dude. It's crazy. And I, I and like somebody said, as a fellow Jew, I'm like, anti-collecting World War II. I'm Jewish myself. Uh, I didn't grow up super religious, but like, obviously, that shit is a sore spot of like very fucked up part of history. But again, I don't really like whatever. Don't want to get into any more than that. But um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, like that that uh, that whole time when. Uh, so I won't say the name, but somebody posted a fucking shirt, a Harley shirt with the Confederate flag. And that was like a whole fucking vintage community drama about that. I and missed that. I missed, I think I missed, oh, did I miss that? This, this was like probably a year ago now. Hmm. But then eventually like, you know, cause he was kind of like, he posted it. Then everyone's like, you shouldn't post that. And he's like, I just post what I find. doesn't mean I fucking believe in this shit. You know what I mean? And then everyone's like, you shouldn't fucking post that. And then eventually he was like, okay, chill. It's whatever. I don't want to, I'm not posting it. But it's like, and we used to be like that too. We probably posted some fucked up controversial shit back in the day. For sure we did. 100%. Def- definitely. Okay. I'll give you an example of something that I feel I will keep posting. And people really get upset at me for this. And, and rightfully so, but I have my reasons too. Old Navajo whirling log stuff, right? So, you know, some Buddhist swastika that's been around fucking forever and then some arsehole with a shit mustache fucks it up with some evil shit. But previous to him getting involved, it was, a, it was good luck and peace and love and it had this really beautiful attachment to it. And some of the, that early Navajo stuff is fucking beautiful. I'm a white guy from Australia. I am in no position to be the fucking spokesperson for it. But you have to understand I'm in the business of finding things that somebody has thrown away. So somewhere along the line, that family or somebody involved in this, this pristine piece of artifact, this beautiful historic garment, has been disregarded because they have deemed it as trash. And yeah. I said, oh, shit, I better rescue this because I think this is beautiful. And then I find it and then I say, hey, does anyone else agree? How lovely is this? And then somebody focuses, focuses on what they want to focus on, which is the swastika. They're not paying attention to how it's tilted or where those whirling logs are or what its historical significance is previous to Hitler being involved. And I understand the initial reaction to, whoa, the image is so strong. But this is where I need you to push the pause button in your brain and say, before I speak, let me just make sure I've got all my ducks lined up in my head. And by that, I mean, do I know? Do I have the research, the artillery required to make the next statement? And if you do, far away. If you don't, I've got some to shut you down because this is the whole thing of fucking history, man. But do I? am I Jewish? No. Do I fucking have a great-granddad that died in those camps? No, I don't. So would my emotional response be far greater than mine? Yeah, you fucking bet it would. And do I have sympathy for that? Yeah, man, I absolutely fucking do. But... I am in the business of finding artifacts. It, I think the difference is, is just knowing the line, knowing the fucking line of what 
is just straight up fucking painful and what can split the field, you know? Well, it's again, fucking like, tough. It's yes, tough. You know, it's, it's just education. And, like, if someone doesn't know what that is and the significance of that prior, then it's like you educate them and tell them. And if they still are, like, down with that or not or, like, fuck that, like, you can't yeah. buy with that, then that's whatever. But that's, like, the power of symbolism and the power yeah. how, like, certain things become ingrained in our brain regardless of um, – yeah, I don't know, man. Like that, and just so we're clear, I haven't posted any whirling, and I have so much. I find it from time to time. I haven't posted any whirling log stuff for years and years because it ultimately does hurt more people. I think it's just I get a little bit protective of it. But I'll tell you a great story. I had this, I had this old early nineteen twenties beaded Navajo um, deerskin, beautifully embroidered coat hanging in my window at my store. This is this is the most amazing fucking story. I had this crazy, but also I respected her anger to a level, you know, fresh out of college, 19-year-old white woman that came marching up, had seen it hanging in the window from the bus stop and cursed me the fuck out, man, like cursed me the fuck out. She had some points and I was like, yeah, okay. And basically her, her whole thing was like, this is disrespectful, this is fucking cultural appropriation, blah, blah, blah. And I left actually feeling a bit jarred from it. Like she left and I felt a bit jarred. And I was like, fuck, maybe I should take it down. Like, well, I do run essentially a fucking museum. You know, part of my store is real vintage. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I feel really drawn. The very next day, this is a true story. The very next day, I had a woman come into the store who was native. I can't, she told me the tribe she was from. I can't remember, obviously. And she thanked me for hanging it in the window because she wanted to tell me how much she appreciated some young guy showing love for her people's artwork. And it was, to her, it was a tribute. And she told me about all the different, she educated me. She told me about how like certain flower bead work can represent that you're from this particular, you know, area or whatever. And it was really interesting. We had a really great conversation and she left. And I just remember thinking to myself, okay, had she come in and said no, I would have ripped that fucking thing down straight away and I never would have done it and it would have been a life lesson. But she came in and for her, and yes, she's not a blanket statement to represent that the, the people, so to speak, but she definitely has way more of a right to speak on it than some 19-year-old fucking white chick that has dad's credit card, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, and that and that oh. show that like there's always perspectives on every fucking, on every issue and um yeah yeah it's it's uh that's okay and if we really want to get nitty-gritty about this hey guys you guys love disney cool well disney massive piece of shit complete racist racist motherfucker so it's like where do you fucking stop i mean every person from like yeah. fucking 1990 because the comments are gonna fucking go nuts right now well it's true i mean just look it up you guys can go yeah. research there's well, books on it there's like there's been like movies about that right dude there's so much shit on him i'm just saying that like the onion layer that you can peel back on almost every fucking cultural significant event like there's gonna be dodgy shit along the way and i'm just that's why i'm like i hate bandwagons i hate fucking just bullying i just like case by case and let's break it down let's have a conversation let's talk about it 
and maybe you can teach me something that I didn't know and, and maybe vice versa. I just don't think that that's a wrong way to go about it personally. I don't know. I'm sure people disagree. I'm sorry for hurting anyone's feelings. I really am. I don't mean to. It's just, I don't know. It's just the way I was raised. I guess. You got it. Uh, grab a tea curb. There is just so many, there's so many nuances. There's just so, there's so much to unpack. My thing really in a nutshell, just to close this out, is always just been everything has to be dissected before I jump on. And I just, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that I think sparked the people sell a lot. And that could be a whole other episode, to be honest. Yeah. 100%. It's, um, you know, and like it used to be, I used to feel like, okay, if I found it and I didn't make it, then it's okay to sell anything because it was unattached to me in my brain. Like I, I, I detached myself from like the ownership of any of that, the ideas about the garment or the piece that I was selling because I just found it and I didn't make it. You know what I mean? But now yeah. like I realize that that's not the case. Like you're still, you're still putting it out there into the, into the world, into the sphere. It's energy. It's like you're putting, you know, if, if you don't really, you don't have to like, if it's hateful, it's fucking hateful and it's just not good to fucking put out there, period, you know? Yeah, I think it's just I've always had a good compass for like what's fucking like malicious and mean and horrible and I fucking don't fuck with that at all and I would never. But I also have a good sense of humour and I can understand if somebody's just like taking the piss and having a bit of fun and it's just a bit of like, you know, just a, just a, just a joking around thing. But we are living in a really hypersensitive time and... Like, I don't know. There's good, there's really, there's good, good things that have come out of that though. Like for fuck's sakes, Australia is past marriage equality. That's something that I was fighting for fucking ever. I had friends that got the shit beat out of them and I've been beaten up like 40 fucking times growing up in Australia just because I was wearing my sister's jeans back in my punk rock days. So it's like, there's been a lot of growth and a lot of that comes from fucking um, people getting together and be like, enough's enough. But the whole thing with pendulums is when they swing, eventually they swing too far. And I like common sense. I like things that are just like down the middle and down the middle is really simple. It's just be fucking nice to people. And, um, you know, that's kind of it. And have a few beers and tell some jokes along the way. Like in life is so short, you know, I'm still stuck on my sister's pants. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, you know, I just love that term. I remember when that shit was popping and we called it my sister's pants. It was like a thing. Dude, I fucking, I remember this guy coming up to me at the bar. He's like, you fucking wearing your sister's pants? <laughs> and I go, nah, man, I'm wearing your sister's pants. That's uh, uh, so funny. I just love the terminology. Fuck, that's fucking funny as hell. Happiness uh, is a choice, Ava. We choose it every fucking day. Uh, that's, let's end on that. Let's change the subject. That's Ava. I think that's a beautiful fucking statement. Happiness is a fucking choice. Absolutely. Yeah. And let me tell you, I'm about I, the destination, guys. The, the grass is not well. The grass is green behind me and Kirby right now, but the grass yeah. is not greener on the next line or tomorrow or the next day. A little bit greener on my side, quite literally. You've got eyes. <laughs> okay. Now I'm like, now I'm like second guessing every T-shirt that I'm about to like show. <laughs> like, oh, I've got Texas. Well, that's the South. <laughs> Uh, but got to show something. So here we go. Hustler magazine. Oh God. 
as if that's what you fucking choose jesus christ i'm like do something safe <laughs> yeah anyway next up the thing that they glorifies women <laughs> who's fucking fired up for the goddamn mystery tea throw us the most mysterious emoji up in the comments let's go yeah. You guys, are, you guys, I have to admit, the Hoganites tonight have really made me laugh. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that one. If you haven't ever watched Hogan before, it is coming back to Monday nights at 6 p.m. Instagram Live with myself and Dead Union. Should be lots of fun. Dead Union is a hilarious dude. You've got to tune in. Um, we always come correct. We always bust out the mystery T-shirt at the end of the set, which is... Who knows what you're going to get? It's a mystery, people. You get to bid on something and get a shock, get a surprise, get the endorphins running because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Tune in, 6 p.m. Again, if you want to support this show, if you want to learn from me, if you want to learn from your other, from your peers in the game, hop on the Patreon, get on the Discord. It's five bucks a month and lots of great bonuses on there. Read all about it. Click the link for Patreon down below. That's it. More episodes coming soon. See you soon.